0: Hey you guys, welcome back to a brand new season of Auto Amateur Podcasts. Now, what does that really mean, a brand new season? Does it mean that the format is going to change significantly? Nah, probably not. But what it does mean is that I continue to use 9 and 11 as the numbers for the number of episodes that are in each season. <laughs> so if you check out on Apple Podcasts, you can see that season 1 was 9 episodes, season 2 was 11, season 3 was 9 Season 4 was 11, and now we're at the beginning of Season 5. I, you know, I thought maybe I could do 996, but that would mean one season's going to be nine episodes, and then the next one would be 96 episodes, so I can't do that. Anyway, my secret's out. But it is the start of Season 5 of the Auto Amateur Podcast series, and this podcast has been going for just over a year now, and wow, time flies, have been having a lot of fun, had a lot of guests on and once again today i'm joined by a special guest my good friend and fellow youtuber jay reed from the jay reed car channel let's go have a chat <laughs> mr jay reed hey now you um you're in the uk recently how did you how did that even work i've been trying to get family over there or family over here and it's it's not an easy uh trip right now
1: yeah it was a good trip over in the uk um i did do a film about uh the simply porsche thing as well which was mm-hmm. going to a porsche car meet uh over there which was fabulous actually and and even though my channel is is tiny uh i did get recognized which was a bit, oh which really was a bit odd Isn't yeah that... i've only got yeah. nearly six thousand subscribers uh-huh. and i was walking in and a chap said uh here, you're that bloke off the internet, aren't you? I said, um, well, I, I, I suppose I am actually, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so when I subscribed to your channel. I thought, you're the guy, uh, so um, that was quite interesting. But the, 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 the it, normally that is about 1500 Porsches, wow, um, <clears throat> filling three full fields at the National Motor Museum in Beaulieu, and uh, this time they had 650, which was a lot. I thought it was good turnout filling two fields of of beauty yeah um and just a really good selection of different Porsches you know and I didn't take my mum for that one because I think she's in the category of all the Porsches are the same aren't they (laughs) and that's you know that's slightly irritating and and uh uh so just just a great uh a great selection of of people I saw Andy from Road to Redline which was lovely to meet him
0: oh yeah what
1: a nice guy what a lovely Mm -hmm. chap and and uh uh we actually resolved to have a beer together afterwards but we couldn't make it happen. Um mm-hmm. so next time, Andy if you're listening we'll uh uh we'll we'll do that. But uh, uh so that was nice to film that. Do a little film in the UK, you know, of portions cool. and and a little tour of the of the Mochi Museum where they've got a nine one seven uh in there. Uh yeah, I mean just an incredible car. Uh so uh yeah, I enjoyed my trip to the UK. it seems to have Uh, come and gone like a flash you know Mm. I was enjoying myself so much that all of a sudden I was at the airport coming back
0: yeah yeah that's a bummer but you know you've been away for what 16 to 18 months that's about the same time as me I haven't seen I guess I saw my dad uh, at Thanksgiving it'll be two years Um, wow my brother I think two years today I went to a a wedding in Germany two years ago that was the last time I saw my bro Um, my mum I don't know. We FaceTime most days. To be honest with you. Oh yeah. Well I do too
1: with my mum uh, oh, you every do. every other day. Yeah, all the time, all the time. But it's no there's no substitute for, you know, spending time with them face to face and going to the pub and yeah. should we go and get fish and chips? You know, all that sort of English stuff that we do when we're over there that you know, just, oh. just spending time together, you know, there's FaceTime's brilliant, don't get me wrong, that's got me through the uh, yeah the pandemic. But uh, you know, just spending time there was just fish and chips mate. Oh, oh. my God. Mate,
0: I'm kicking myself. Oh my so yesterday, there like the Twin Cities, like a lot of cities, like I think it's Portland is also a big food truck city. But the Twin Cities here, especially Minneapolis, we are massive food truck lovers. They have food oh really? truck festivals. Right? Yesterday, ah. this, uh, you know, I wouldn't say world famous, but, you know, reputable food truck that does very close to English fish and chips was in our neighborhood yesterday and I totally (laughs) forgot about it and I'd put it in my calendar I'd accepted the Facebook (laughs) event and I was so gutted last night when I realized I missed it I'm
1: craving uh,
0: fish and chips right now
1: oh man when I oh I can't tell it was just so excellent and of course I did the acid test of whether you're a northerner or a southerner Oh yeah. Uh, no you have gravy on your chips,
0: don't you? I was going to say mushy peas or curry. No, I don't. Oh, have... do
1: you, are you? Oh, really?
0: No, no, oh, no gravy. Yeah. No gravy. No
1: gravy. Oh, good. So you're 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 you really a southerner wannabe then, really, aren't you? <laughs> curry sauce, mushy I... peas. <laughs> we see. I I, I I
0: I'm not sure. I know many northerners that like gravy on their chips, but they are really? they are some more curry than the mushy peas, I think. Or the other source. way around that that We've curry sauce one, is... we'll
1: talk we'll make the entire podcast about uh Ugh. fish and chips if we're not I, careful
0: it'll, I you? know, it'll be wrong uh,
1: massively entertaining for us but not possibly for anybody else <laughs> hey,
0: so what was the so one thing i really miss from the uk not that i'm a big drinker at all at least not anymore um and i'm not saying that because i used to be a raging alcoholic but you know i just used to be like <laughs> any other any other british you know like a pint like a pint like a few pints and you know go to university sure I threw up in the back of a cab once or twice I mean who hasn't Uh, (laughs) I've woken up (laughs) I've woken up halfway into my front door once before and not full in the house who hasn't Um, but I have really missed the pub culture even if you just go there for lunch and you don't drink just the sort of the atmosphere of the pub yeah you know
1: just sit by fire not in the summer but you know and I had a I had a steak and ale pie in the oh, pub. Oh, nice! Oh, god, with mashed potato. Yeah, it was yeah. Fabulous. And uh, just yeah, going to the pub. I had a I had a pint of real ale, and I and a and a pie, and it was just and you just think, oh, this is what I've missed. This is. I pubs do are really actually miss one of the that. things that I miss about the UK. I absolutely love living in the US, mm-hmm. um, and there's very little that I miss about the UK. Certainly not the weather, mm-hmm. uh, but I do miss pubs. I just love sitting in a pub, telling some stories with good friends yeah. and having a pint, eating a bit. And it's just um, – a, a pub, don't you think, James, is so different to a bar over yeah. here? The bars over here? Yeah. I, I can't put my finger on it, but they are I just I different. can't either.
0: They they are different, for yeah. sure. I mean, I think – I don't even know. This could be a whole podcast series in itself, but – yeah. Um, yeah. There just is something very inviting and relaxing and homely about the pub atmosphere, yes. where yeah. a bar atmosphere in the US is either sort of very clinical because it's bright lights and it's tables and sports, chairs everywhere, or sports. Yeah, TVs. there's
1: always a, several TVs in a bar. Isn't yeah,
0: there? or or it's basically yeah. just like a restaurant, you know, and you. you yes. And 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 in the UK, That's there's right. obviously a difference between a restaurant and a and a pub. Um, but for sure. A pub's sure, almost yeah. like going into someone's living room and just relaxing and putting your feet up yeah. and really. Well, I think
1: you've nailed it there. Actually, I think that's it. It's and especially when you've gone there deliberately to have a drink with your friends. Yeah. Uh, you know, there might be some food involved. Uh, you know, packet of peanuts or something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, just to you know, just to just to make yourself feel good. But. Um, oh, uh, prawn yeah. cocktail
0: crisps, salt oh, and vinegar, uh, or bacon. Oh. No. Bacon,
1: bacon-flavored crisps, chicken-flavored crisps, people. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like roasted prawn chicken. Cocktail, prawn cocktail yeah, was yeah. my
0: favourite as a kid. Oh man.
1: Yeah, prawn cocktail, favourite crisps. Oh. Yeah, those are what fabulous.
0: are we doing, Jay? We're talking about food. We're not talking about Porsches. And,
1: yeah, I know. But I just don't care. But it's it's quite good though. <laughs> <laughs> it's good content. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. is totally. So what's, what's going on on the Porsche front, and uh, I see well, you put, you've been you've been busy. You have fitting things to your car, haven't you? And a new uh, front end, really, haven't you? Looks yeah. smart, actually, I have to say.
0: Thank oh, you, cool. you like it? yeah? It's
1: added something to it, hasn't it? It's taken it away from... It's made it look a bit sleeker. Mm-hmm. Don't you think your car...
0: You know, I've uh, been... Yeah, I've been going backwards and forwards on the, uh, the, the the question as to whether or not to put the aero kit on the car pretty much since the day I bought it because I did that with my 997 yeah. and I really liked how it, how it changed the look of my 997. Um, yeah. But with the 997, I think... I went all the way. I went like full hog and put the GT3 wing on the back as well and um, as much as I love that, I actually also kind of missed the way the 997 looked just with the aero kit front bumper. So I've been going back and forwards on this with my 991 for a while and uh, my friend Ben, who has a white 991, he has the sport front bumper and I saw his car again the other day and it kinda of just made my mind, yeah. mind up for me. I was like, okay, just let's just do it. Come on, it looks great. Let's yeah. just do it.
1: it. It does look good as well. Did it cost you a lot of money? Do you mind uh, me asking?
0: Yeah, no, not at all. No, and I, I spoke about it a little bit in my video. Um that that was actually part of the challenge, to be honest for me, because I priced it up as new and it would have cost me, you know, three grand for the bumper and Ooh, it would have cost yeah. um, you know, and then then you gotta get it painted, which would be about a grand and blah, blah, blah. Um, I thought, you know, can I try and do this on the cheap? So uh, I went, you know, looked online. There were some cheap knockoffs. But I, I wanted factory, but I got in touch with Sarah at L.A. Dismantler. And I was like, hey, oh, you, got, yes, you guys have got said, one of these off a yeah. of salvage. So instead of spending three grand on the new part, I spent 500 bucks on a salvage part. Oh, and uh, it was scratched up, you know, all over. Um, but yeah. all of the tabs were still good, and structurally it was sound. Um, yeah. So got it painted And I bought a little bit of hardware here and there Like the air ducts and that sort of thing um, So I still managed to save myself About two grand on what would have been a Oh
1: that's fine So you got it done for about a grand do you reckon
0: uh, No well Eight hundred grand I, I think all in all I think it was like sixteen hundred And it and oh, fine, it should it? have cost me Like thirty six hundred. Oh,
1: that's good isn't it So
0: I'm feeling yeah. pretty good about life there And it looks lovely it's so nice
1: uh, are you going to stop there? Are you going to uh, go the whole hog? Is that debate resolved in your head now? It's not, is it? No, <laughs> Never. It, <laughs> uh, no. it, gets, it gets to a stage with a car, doesn't it, where you put money into it that you might not get back. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I guess you probably would with an aero kit because I think people people love aero kits I mean, because mm-hmm. they look really sexy and great. But then a car becomes a keeper and that doesn't seem to be your style to me, James.
0: I know I'm sort of at that point now where I think, you know. So the, the exhaust was a great investment. I think the sole performance exhaust and the PSE button, yeah. um, the front bumper was a good investment. Uh, oh, that exhaust—that's
1: something else. That is the, the dials still, and the still steering got wheel that resonating in my. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. the <laughs> dials, the well, yeah, you've done a lot actually. But that exhaust—that's still resonating from our our last trip. Our next trip, by the way, we must talk about that in a minute. But yeah, we've got, so got to. Yeah, do you, yeah. You yeah, think um, you're at that stage? What you're thinking? Lee? What might be the next thing?
0: Yeah. Well, it's no lie, or it, it, sorry, it's no secret that uh, I've been looking for a GT3 all year. Yes, um, that's true. <laughs> and I'm I'm still looking for a GT3, um, but I, I I don't know. I I feel like having just put the front bumper on, I've I've gone from sort of sitting on the fence to deciding that I'm actually into the 991 for a little longer you know yeah. i don't think i'm going to be yeah. flipping it anytime soon um that's
1: a lovely car though isn't
0: it i'm really enjoying it yeah you know it's it's got 105000 miles on it now which and i doesn't bought matter. it with 92 it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't really matter um, no, It doesn't
1: matter at all if you're enjoying f- it it doesn't matter yeah it's right it's still working fine you wouldn't know to look at it at all
0: no, I, that, that's that's one of the things I I could, couldn't believe when Apart I bought Apart from it.
1: the bits of blue wrap that we're still finding <laughs> on it, James. Uh, Dude, I found another one the other day. Did you?
0: <laughs> As I was taking off the um, the factory bumper, the stock bumper, um, <laughs> there was
1: a bit of blue wrap.
0: A little bit. There was loads of blue wrap that I missed. You cursed
1: it. Oh God, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Every little bit I save, and every now and again I send to Nick Murray in an envelope. <laughs>
1: Oh, nice! I fully appreciate just that.
0: just to wind him up. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. but no, I, I think I'm into the 991 for a while. But I have been flirting with the idea of a GT3, um, and if the right one came along, I think I'd go for it. In fact, I've seen a couple of white GT3s um, in the right kind of price range. With the, you know, I don't care if a GT3 has got 40 or 50 thousand miles on it. Frankly, I know the GT3 no, owners. I the, most of the GT3 enthusiasts do. I, I couldn't care less. Um, no, I agree with you. But the the white GT3 just seems to be like the one that everybody got. They were having like a buy one get one or some kind of sale on white paint because <laughs> there are so many white GT3s out there. That wouldn't
1: bother me either. So I'd have one of those in a heartbeat. You would. Yeah, I wouldn't bother. White is. I I, I think Porsches in white look fabulous. I really do. I think I, white is a Porsche color. A 911, in fact, any Porsche, I think it looks good
0: in white. I think there, so, too. I, I, I think 911s in white look great. Caymans in white look great. But there's just something about, I don't know, maybe it's just like the basic GT3 comes in white because there are so many GT3s in white.
1: Oh, you it's the welfare colour. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, I don't think that's right. I, you, don't, really? I honestly don't. I mean, I... Well, I, I saw last week um, a friend of mine, I did a video, my last video, in fact, was a, a, a personal Porsche collection. And my friend Tony has a Club Sport from 1988 Oof. with 7,000 kilometres on it. Seven? Uh, the thing is, <clears throat> 7,000 kilometres. It's an absolute unicorn. And it is spotless. And it is in white. And, you know, it, it, I thought it just looked incredible. Right? Really? It just looked incredible in white and and i think well white is it just a Porsche color i, I don't think it's a welfare you're not on social security when you <laughs> when you <laughs> when you've got a white porsche right you know yeah. this is this is i think it look cool yeah a white white gt3's cheaper then is that what you're saying or they're just more of them
0: i think there are just more of them it, it it's like um i don't know like uh <laughs> for the um the 997.1 gt3rs i've only ever seen them in orange, so I I wouldn't want an orange one. I don't think because that's what mm. like if I found one in the aqua blue color, that would be a unicorn, I think, or a red. Yeah, yeah. But you, to yeah. me, when I think of the nine nine seven GT three RS, I just think about that orange color because that's, yeah, I a, that's all I know. So I maybe it's um, I don't know. Of course, I'd have one. I'd happily have one. But would I like something other than white? Yeah, definitely.
1: Now your favorite car has just come out, hasn't it? a so 992 GT3 Touring, James McGrath. Yeah. You, I bet you were very a hugely excited person when you saw that news right
0: Oh my goodness yeah And I
1: saw your I watched your video about uh, specking one as well you know on the, Oh really on the configurator <laughs> yeah. You made that video for yourself didn't you You weren't oh, sure totally anybody did. was watching but you were loving it <laughs> I People couldn't guess who I was I watching
0: see. Oh was so I don't think fun. anybody
1: was watching mate at all but uh... <laughs> But you were absolutely loving it.
0: Oh, uh, man, yes. That What a gorgeous, what an absolutely gorgeous car. Yeah, um, it is nice. My, uh, my my friend Chris, uh, who I mailed in, I actually sent that to the dealer. I sent in that spec, and I was like, attention for Chris, P, uh, give me this. <laughs> I want a discount. <laughs> you just know? give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> did he reply or did it just he sent
0: me a screenshot from his desk that his manager had forwarded that email onto him and he was just like dude what the fuck (laughs) who's this guy (laughs) yeah exactly I was like well you know if you can get me a discount I still probably wouldn't be able to afford it But so here's the thing with the GT3 touring yes it's phenomenal it's incredible Uh, I would absolutely die to have one Um, but why did they need to release it again because, like. So I,
1: what do you mean? So. You you want the 991 to be a sort of a one off specialty. Yeah, the I think R so. at, the least,
0: at least for a while. Yeah. At least oh, for a while. So, like, yeah, exactly. Like the first generation 991, they released the R. It was a limited run.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, yeah. you know, the holy grail of 991s in many respects. Yeah, um, Just yeah. like the 997.2 Sport Classic, which arguably is one of the. Yeah. rarest, highly. Well, they're talking about doing output.
1: that again as well, aren't they? Right.
0: Yeah. So no, you skip yeah. a couple of generations. I think that's fine. And the Carrera T, you know, they they did the 991.2 yeah. dot two Carrera one of those. T,
1: fabulous car, yeah. gorgeous
0: car. Yeah. Right, but producing them all the time for every single generation. Well,
1: I I I need to be controversial here, and you won't like this because we we had our debate last time about turbos and GT threes, right? Mm-hmm. And, oh, I won that one. You easy. know where I. you you lost that abysmally and and it's embarrassing for you uh but but uh you know you come down into two camps right most people come down into the gt3 camp right because i get it it's a it's a fire-breathing dragon of a car and Mm -hmm. and you know going around a track it's the ultimate porsche sports car right but i would go even further and say look the gt3 fabulous that you know what you're getting with that it's got fins and spoilers and Vents and all that. Again, fire breathing. Why do you want something that is toned down and comfortable when there is a Turbo or a Turbo S sitting there, which is much more comfortable, it's faster in a straight line, it's better on a journey? What What is the point of the touring? Now, hugely controversial, not a popular opinion, I get that, Uh because everybody else is now... Either switching off your podcast or calling me, <laughs> calling me names, but for me, I would still pick the Turbo or the Turbo S. You would Now, tell me why I'm wrong
0: because it's uh, not because See, the Turbo. I thought so. No, no I, I, I can. can I can. No. It's because the GZ3 Touring is a naturally aspirated engine, which is the the yeah. engine which all of the true uh, Porsche nuts want. That's it.
1: Uh, fair enough. Uh, although, having said that. The turbo was always the fast car, right from nineteen seventy-six. So there is, yeah. there is a. I, I do get the point. Though. The sound of that naturally aspirated, and and its immediacy, is astonishing. Yeah. Uh, it it is absolutely astonishing when you drive one, and I've driven the the nine nine one, uh, GT three with you, uh, and I drove a couple of weeks later a nine nine one GT three RS dot Oh yeah. Which was just astonishing. I mean it was like turning it up to eleven, you know, turning it up to <laughs> yeah, eleven or yeah. twelve. Uh and I do get it, but I can't get past the fact that it's a bit hard for the road still. And maybe I'm getting old. That's that could be it. That, I was be, it could be me.
0: I didn't want to say me. it, but you old git.
1: <laughs> 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 no, fair enough. Yeah, I get it, I get it. But you know, I that's where my money would go into a turbo, I have to say. And uh yeah, okay. I'm happy being in in my wrong state. Here, but it's, a, it's an unpopular opinion. You know, I get that.
0: You win some, you lose some, Jay, and unfortunately today, again, you lost it.
1: I, I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. I, I'll take that on the chin. I, it's a very unpopular opinion. I get it.
0: But yeah. but I think I think also my my opinion is is maybe not particularly popular, which is. Uh, Putting the you know the sort of the thumb down for the, the 992 generation getting its touring package. I get it. They were popular. They're fantastic cars, but you know the, I think. So do it's... you
1: think they should have innovated in a different direction somehow then and create something new uh, rather than you know because Porsche's a Porsche is master of finding that niche, aren't they? Of, mm-hmm. of things. That, so you know you you deliberately make a, a harder sports car for the road and call that a GT3, uh, but then you make it more comfortable again. Uh, and call it the GT3 Touring for those yeah. people who want a hard car that's a bit more comfortable. I mean, that's a niche <laughs> upon a niche, isn't it? It's a layer upon a layer.
0: Yeah, there are uh, a couple of hundred found, people in the world.
1: Do you think they're missing a niche somewhere? Then I mean, I can't think where they might be, but I don't. I
0: don't know if they're missing a niche, but I think um, I think they've just become a little bit predictable. Yeah. Okay. In, in that respect, yeah, like, we
1: need a surprise.
0: You mentioned you mentioned the Sport Classic. That would have been... I don't think anyone would have predicted a 992 Sport Classic.
1: That's what they should have done.
0: And they probably would have been able to sell them at a higher price tag than they're selling the Touring. Even though the Touring was super popular for the the 991.2. But, um, you know, what's happened? The 991.2 Touring prices have gone through the roof. The original Touring.
1: Is that right?
0: They've gone through the roof. People have been flipping those, walking away with you know 30 or 40 grand in their pocket having owned one for the past year. I mean, who does that? You buy a brand new yeah. car and you you quid's in after a year. I mean, that's bonkers.
1: It is bonkers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's
0: that's happening with the GT3 and the GT3 RSs in particular as well with the 992s okay. coming out just now.
1: Well, as a result of the 992 coming out or right okay as a factor of it not just the general sort of upward trend in the market that we've seen during the pandemic
0: well maybe maybe it's a coincidence but it sort of happened right around the time the the uh the gc3 was released for the 992
1: yeah okay yeah 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 well we're still early relatively early in the 992 cycle i guess oh yeah, mm-hmm. we're not yeah uh when did it come out 2019 2018 around uh 2019
0: 2020 so we'll be expecting a yeah. facelift 2023
1: yeah, it's got a good couple, of, a few years left in it. So maybe yeah. there'll be more surprises coming out. We'll have to yeah. keep our eyes peeled.
0: It'll be the, you know, you know what'll come next? It'll be the, the 992.2 GT3 Touring Hybrid. It'll yes. be the Prius oh. of the Touring cars.
1: Well, now with Bugatti Rimac. Did you follow that? <laughs> um, no,
0: no, what was that about?
1: So Bugatti Rimac is now a thing. Uh, it's the new company Porsche owns now I want to get this right, 45% of that company
0: Okay. Uh,
1: but it also owns, and I want to get this right 24% of Rimac so Porsche in some way has a controlling interest in Bugatti Rimac mm. now Rimac as we know is all about electric cars, Richard Hammond famous for you know driving one off the end of a road and having his second crash yeah um bugatti you know that huge quad turboed w16 engine that they've been using 1500 horsepower uh, there could be a natural sort of you know alliance there in for the next bugatti's mm. might be electric but what's porsche what does porsche i mean i know it's all sort of part of the vw group in some way in some loose way a couple, they're all cousins and you know, <laughs> yeah twice removed and all that sort of thing, aren't they? But, uh, you know, the general sort of theme seems to be electric across the board in the industry. So Mm -hmm. I'm wondering Mm -hmm. how that, what what Porsche's involvement is going to be and where that will make itself seen. And we've seen, we know that the next Macan is going to have a full electric version. Whether it might be solely an electric model, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the Taycan. So how, how long is it going to be before this feeds its way into the 911 and the flat six is
0: no it more. It stays
1: a number. I, God, I, I, what a depressing, we've, we've talked our way into massive depression. I know, here, haven't but, we? But, but, but it's
0: a, it's a great topic. It, it is. I think, um, like, I think Porsche have said on the record and off the record that the 911 will be the last of the Porsche models to move to electric if they move to electric. Um, mm. I think, you know, flash forward five, ten years, all of the Porsche models are going to be available in fully electric versions apart from the 911. Um, maybe not even the Cayman. Maybe the Cayman and the 911s will be the ones that go last. Um, I think hybrid versions are on the radar, but I just mm. can't see a fully electric 911 being popular, or at least not for oh, 30 interesting or 40 years. It?
1: I don't know where... I mean, I, that, that's interesting because there has to be... I would have thought a place in the market for people to enjoy, you know, internal combustion engines. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if it goes the way that V8 engines have generally gone over the period of time. They've gone from being relatively mass produced to, uh, you know, to things that have been pushed up to the higher end of the mar- of the range. You know, yeah. so I'm wondering if 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 internal combustion engines might be at the higher end of the range, and the sort of day to day duties are are electric and and that wouldn't bother me, actually. I'm okay with that. I mean, having driven a few electric cars now, including a Taycan, they're great. They don't yeah. have a lot of character, but they are really capable.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I think politics are probably going to influence Porsche's long-term strategy more than anything else. I mean, yeah. I think the UK has already said that after 2040, there will be uh, no more internal combustion engines sold yeah, in the country wow. so if porsche want to continue selling cars in the uk got um adapt. You, you've yeah. got to adapt yeah otherwise you're going to be in yeah. some kind of weird i'm gonna you know go to the continent and buy myself a car and come back and pay twice as much in tax to allow yeah. it into the uk borders with the german plates on it yeah you know i can't imagine yeah. what that might be like and that probably be outlawed yeah. as well but yeah i think i think politics will have the final say as to as to whether or I not i think
1: you're right it's and and, and I hope that I don't worry so much about the technology because I know Audi have been experiencing some reliabilities with their reliability issues with their original uh, e-tron, you know, yeah. the, the, the SUV version of it. I don't know about Porsche, um, but the technology I have to say is really good. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I don't, and I don't miss if, if it's just driving a car day to day. I wouldn't miss the sound of an engine. In fact, I'd quite welcome the the silence. What worries me is the network. Around um, where I live in the New York area, um, the network is huge. You could charge a car easily in most places. Yeah. Um, but I But I worry that if I decided to do our trip down to, um, you know, Atlanta. Yeah. Or let's say uh, North Carolina uh, and parked, you know, where, where we were using our cars. Yeah. It would be uh, fewer, I would say, uh, you know, places to... Uh, uh, to uh, To charge up, and that that would worry me, that would worry me, yeah, so I hope yeah. that they do a better that If you buy a, a new Taycan here in the u s you get access to the Electrify America network, mm-hmm. um, which is okay around here, but if you look at the map and you go off the beaten path a little bit, not so much, yeah, uh, whereas I think the Tesla mob have quite a good you know, the Tesla guys have got a good, pretty good network. So yeah. hopefully that catches up anyway.
0: Well, I mean, the U.S. doesn't have the best track record for infrastructure. I mean, that there are still parts of the country that don't have 911 service, cellular 911 service. Um, astonishing. You know, which which is absolutely astonishing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, if, I don't know if the if Biden gets his uh, infrastructure bill passed, then uh, maybe every maybe. Uh, every corner block will have a yeah. a, a multi adapter for tesla's porsche is now so yeah
1: yeah exactly but
0: you exactly. know I'm, I'm the same i think you know for for a daily driver i'd be more than happy to have an electric car and driving that Taycan a, a while back um it still felt like a porsche it looked incredible it felt incredible um but i will definitely miss the sound of the exhaust because that that to me actually for my 991 that's that's the favorite part of the car for me when i turn that ignition yeah. on and it just goes and then ever, as I accelerate yeah. away, that's the joy for me. When I've driven other Porsches now without the sports exhaust, I'm like, eh, yeah, it's all I right. Know. I
1: know. Actually, I've got a series of videos coming up, James, on modifying my 996 with a new exhaust. Oh, so uh, yeah, 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 just to reveal that a little bit. Um, I can't say with who yet, but it's with a. Famous uh, supplier of Porsche parts. Okay. Uh, and we're going to be selecting a an exhaust for my 996. So if any if we've got any 996 fans uh, on the uh, on the uh, on you know, listening to the podcast, look out for that because I think my exhaust I, I like my exhaust. You know, it's just got the standard 996 mm-hmm. exhaust on it. Yeah. And when you get it up to the revs, it, you know you're hearing it in the cabin. It sounds fine. It's great. Oh yeah, it sounds but, good. Um, but then there's your sole performance exhaust, isn't there? And that is just when we were out together, you know, a couple of few weeks ago down south. You're like, oh my god, that sounds good. <laughs> and the fact that you were able to sort of turn it on and off as well as like, oh, I want one of those. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to be looking at everything from uh-huh. uh, muffler delete,
0: uh-huh. which
1: is a bold. Uh, that's oh a bold move. God, a, that's a bold move, all the way down to all sorts of quieter. Uh, things and bolting them on and off my cars, and we're we're gonna uh, my car, I should say. We're going to look at all sorts of different ones, and then at the end we will choose one. Fantastic! So what a great hopefully. idea! yeah. I just thought that you know that would be a good way of doing it. And somebody said to me uh, very wisely before you buy an exhaust, make sure you hear it. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about YouTube is that you know you can't really detect. Uh, it's very difficult. So, I'm going to yeah. go down there and hear it, and I'm going to do my best to describe that. I'm also hoping to get a well known uh, manufacturer of microphones to help me out as well. So, oh, the really? sound, okay. uh can be the best it can possibly be. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that people are hearing, you know, the, the, the different sort of tones of the mm-hmm. exhaust. So, mm-hmm. uh, so, I'm quite looking forward to that. And I'm hoping that before our next visit down south, you and I, that I've got that whatever one it is I've chosen. Hopefully, I don't like the muffler delete one because I think that'll just piss everybody off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, pardon my French. Um, I think that'll just irritate everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, hopefully, by the time we get down there at the end of September, I'm hoping that it'll be, be on the car.
0: Exciting. Uh,
1: that's yeah, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, what it- yeah, I'm looking uh, looking forward to doing that. And we'll, I'll announce that shortly, a bit more formally, but that's that's hopefully... Three, two, three videos on 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 just uh, you know choosing an exhaust for a nine nine six, and hopefully it'll be the sort of definitive series. Of, yeah, uh, of nine nine six exhaust videos. Not that's really cool. You know, that's quite a specialist topic, obviously. Well, you know
0: what, exhaust mods are very popular, and the nine nine six is extremely popular at the moment. I think that's a that's a great that's a great way to approach it. Like there, are, as I've had a couple of different exhausts on my cars now. Um, the videos that I've come across have been, you know, people saying, hey, I've chosen this exhaust and here's how it sounds now. And yeah. the the best yeah. you can find is here's how it sounded before. Here's how it sounds now. And and that's sort of the yeah. videos that I made. Um, but yes, let's not talk about justifying the decision we've already made, bringing the, the audience along the journey with you. Uh, to to listen so. to the different yeah, that's, that's options. That's I, cool. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, that's what I'd like to try and do. And 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 just sort of say, well, you know, I don't really know what I'm talking about. So, I think what well, before we even start on the different exhausts that we will look at, I want to take people through the anatomy of an exhaust. You know, headers yeah. and cross, cross pipes and yeah. mufflers and muffler deletes and all that sort of thing, just so that we're all clear on the terminology, so that people can. Be informed, you know about well. Okay, so now I know. Does a, does a cross pipe? Does that? Ju- is that just noise or is that power as well? And yeah, what, what muffler? You know what? What is it? And and um, so it's as much about educating myself as it is educating other people. And and I thought the best place to do that would be to get an expert to mm. to show me and mm. and to you know to lay it out for me. And then we'll fit some to my car. We'll do yeah. We'll do those before and afters. We'll do drive bys. We'll do pulling away. We'll do idle, will do nice I don't know, making this up as I go. Two thousand revs, four thousand revs, and six thousand revs say. Yeah, yeah. And and then people can, you know, can get an idea of of what that'll be like. So That's I, awesome. I, you know, I've i I've spent quite a long time with my car now. I've had it um God i getting on for fifteen or sixteen months and I've done nothing to it. Uh and, and I'm glad in a way that I haven't because I've taken the time to sort of get to know it a bit. Yeah. And Porsche got a lot of stuff right. Mm-hmm. You know, they. I think they just got a lot of stuff right, and and I think one of the one of the good ways of, of of you know adjudicating on that was our trip down to North Carolina last time. Sure. Because that was really interesting to say. Well, how's this car going to perform? Because it's going to be a mixture of driving a long distance on a on a motorway, a freeway, and then it would be zipping around the country lanes. You know, trying to keep up with you in your car. Um, and of, of course, it had no problem and with my superior. You did. Uh, driving <laughs> skills and. and uh, <laughs> Even though with my Tiptronic gearbox, you know, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, so I've taken the time to get to know it. So now I think the time is, just just do a little few sort of modifications of it, and we'll start with the exhaust, and we'll see where that takes us.
0: Nice. And what I love about the exhaust mods is that, you know, unless you know what the stock exhaust sounds like, you wouldn't be able to tell, you know, you're not making uh, an aesthetic change, um, visually at least, you know.
1: That's Right. Uh, that's right that's right uh so yeah we'll see we'll see what that's like so should we talk about our next trip down south i was going to
0: say what a perfect segue i am getting Great so excited
1: <laughs> yeah good lad yeah. yeah 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 me too me too <laughs> me too me too we had such a nice time last time didn't we and, and yeah. uh you know just the experience of we we rented a log cabin last time james and i down there um with pat um, and viewers to James's channel will know Pat from the, the 996 rebuild um, and we had a great time and mm-hmm. and it was just eating well, blasting around the country lanes and chatting to each other in the evenings over a few beers so yeah. I think this time what we'll try and do is expand that so that the eating and the drinking bit includes a few more people and we'll yep. spend a bit more time in the area, right? Is that yeah. how you're thinking about it?
0: exactly right yeah exactly right i as much as i enjoyed the last trip it just in some respects it feels like a blur because it was over almost as oh man, as quickly yeah. as it happened yeah. um so getting an extra couple of days in the mountains and just being able to take a bit of a breather and and adding yeah. in a couple of different events so you know a couple of different opportunities to do more of the same i'm i'm really excited really excited me too and i've got quite a few people um as we've been getting closer, what were like ten weeks away now or not? I don't know. Is that right? Oh, wait. oh my god! Something
1: like that, maybe. Oh, oh right! Oh god!
0: Um, <laughs> we've got people considering uh, coming from uh, from Nevada again. We've got. Oh good. Uh, we've got folks considering. Uh, doing don't the first man. half of the trip from the West Coast, all the way from the West Coast and the Pacific Northwest.
1: Oh, come along. That'd be brilliant.
0: Meeting in come Minneapolis and, and then joining me down from Minneapolis to the tail. I mean, how oh, how awesome boy, would that yes. be? Yes. So, that's um, what you want, isn't
1: it? Maybe,
0: yeah. maybe we'll just have another dozen people like we did last time. Maybe it'll be twice as many. I don't know. But um, yeah. the fact that we're all sort of making this pilgrimage to the mountains together in our Porsches, that's really special. Yeah.
1: It is. And, and uh, with 12 people, it was a lovely sized group last time, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you have a lot of people, then you end up you know, going quite slowly. Not that we were going flat out either, but you, you want people to sort of stay together. And people did skate, stay together in a group of 12. Yeah. Um, but the more the merrier, actually, I must say. And, and uh, this time the aim, guys, is Tale of the Dragon, uh, which is on the North Carolina-Tennessee border for those people that don't know. Uh, Now, I think it's 13 miles, James. um, Ish, yeah, thereabouts. Ish, 11 to 13 miles, something like that. But it has over 300 turns in it, (laughs) which is... uh, (laughs) uh, um, But it is in the most astonishingly beautiful countryside as well. Mm -hmm. You know, there are dams, there are rivers, uh, cliffs and trees, and it's lots of fresh air and just enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'd love it if you, you know, listeners to James's podcast could come with us. Um, James, how can they find out more and how can they sign up for this? I know I've got a uh, a Facebook uh, mm-hmm. event page on my, mm-hmm. on Jay Reed YouTube on mm-hmm. Facebook. Have you got one as well uh, where people can sign up?
0: There will be a Facebook uh, event page on Auto Amateur right now. If you just go to autoamateur.com and you click on the, uh, the, the 2021 Fall Tour. You'll get to see all of the uh, details of meetups and the dates and where we're going and what we're doing. And um, We've got people staying in hotels, motels, Airbnbs. Um, yeah. And it, we've got people coming in from all over the country. There's even a threat of a couple of uh, international arrivals. I don't want to name oh, names, but uh, that would be pretty wow. cool as well. Yeah. That would be, um, be epic. So we, we're, we're going to travel down there on... The Wednesday, get there for Thursday. We'll be there Thursday evening through Monday morning. So we've got the full weekend. Um, yeah. We're thinking about doing a, a social on the Friday night. There'll be at least uh, two car meets the Saturday morning, the Sunday morning. Um, and, and we we keep talking about the Tale of the Dragon, which is only one of
1: That's right. dozens yes. of incredible
0: routes in that area. So. Um, yeah. we're, going to, we're going to the Tale of the Dragon and that region, but we're going to be driving all over, so we're going to be doing lots and of different worth, things.
1: It's worth uh, emphasising that a little bit, because that's what struck me when we went there actually, was that there were a, quite a lot of roads that were like the Tale of the Dragon. The Tale of the Dragon is the most famous, uh, but actually the route on the way to the Tale of the Dragon from Fontana where we were, yeah, uh, was a really good, I can't remember whether that was Route 28 or Route 29 or something like that, but it was really really good and there are a few others that we should explore and experiment with um mm-hmm. and, and, and 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 hopefully people will, will join us my only advice would be get your accommodation booked early if yeah. you're going to come yeah we have ours booked already it's worth uh it's worth doing there's plenty of accommodation around actually but uh i guess we'll probably be starting again from fontana right james i I'm think thinking aloud for it- we haven't talked about this
0: yeah, I think at least for the for the Saturday morning meet, we'll start at Fontana. We'll uh, figure out the route we're going to take on the Sunday. We we could also do that as well, just to make it easy. Um, but what yeah. we didn't get to do last time, which which I did the first time I was out there, was drive across um, the 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 topper. Sorry, the top range of the Smokies. Um, oh, there are a couple yeah. of plateaus where you get up there, and it kind of feels like you you know you're on top of the world. You know, kind of like yeah. the the view you'd expect to see from Everest. You know, it's like that kind of yeah. view. Yeah, um, and
1: that's just lovely, just to slow down a bit and enjoy some of those views. I mean, the problem with the tail is tale of the dragon. You you, you tend to go to Old Clip because it's good it's good driving, right? Yeah. But I yeah. think it would be nice to sort of stop and smell the roses at, at places. Nowhere to stop on the tail of the dragon. You know, once you're on the tail of the dragon, you're committed. There's no roads on it or off it. Yeah. Uh, but other areas you can stop.
0: Lots of opportunities. Uh, particularly if
1: there's stop, a barbecue yeah. restaurant, right? Oh yeah. Uh... <laughs> I was going to
0: say we need to take more, take advantage of more roadside barbecue.
1: I think so. I think so. Less driving, more roadside barbecue. <laughs> Not very attractive for people who are turning up And driving across from the uh, northwest, but uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm already thinking about the sticky barbecue sauce marks I'm going to be putting oh, on my brand new leather st- steering wheel. Stop it
1: immediately! Yeah. Oh, who cares? <laughs> it's just fabulous. Yeah. Yeah so that'll be really really good and and uh i hope lots of people will come i hope lots of people will come i think you know if you want to see what it was like watch our videos that we both did on our channels yeah last time because it was a hoot and there's some really good and pat also pat's channel as well he he took 3d uh, oh that's right i should say 360 videos so you can see all the way around yeah um but take a look at those if that's something you feel like uh you know that that you fancy Uh, and just come along and enjoy it because it is. Everybody got along so well. And yeah. It was one of those just happy, happy experiences of people just enjoying the moment and smiling. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of smiling going on, wasn't there? That's right. Yeah, it's a,
0: it's a very happy experience for everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that, that um, hopefully that will be that will be good. Uh, how about you? What have you got coming up on your on your channel? Have you got any? You know, Justin coming on? Or well, is it the I'm, usual dross?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding! It's it's the kidding. usual shite. No, um, well, uh, I, my mods have sort of come to an end for the time being. I've just gone through my steering wheel and my bumper and my shifter. That steering wheel you know. that
1: looks fabulous. Oh,
0: it's so cool! It's it makes makes the interior feel brand new. It, it that's yeah. really worth the money. I mean, for four hundred and fifty dollars. It, oh, yeah. just fantastic, really fantastic that's yeah. craft customs in Texas um, I don't know, I've, I've got um, I, I really want to uh, do paint correction on my car now that it's it, the wrap's off and I've got the new bumper on I've still got, uh, I mean there's still bits of blue wrap here and there but um, <laughs> there's still uh, adhesive kind of marks here and there on some of the tighter areas like the, the wing mirrors so um, paint correction is not something I've ever really Done and dabbled with. In fact, I even. Oh, you're
1: thinking of doing it yourself as the auto amateur. I might.
0: I might give it a go. Yeah. yeah um, and I've been. Yeah. Uh, I've been kindly uh, given some uh, ceramic coating from a company I'll talk about in the videos So uh, I'm going to do a DIY oh, video. That'd be there. interesting. Um,
1: but yeah, you I'd know, be cause... interested to learn how to do that actually, because I've always wondered how easy it is to burn through paint, and I'm grateful <laughs> that you'll you'll show me. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to strip off the clear
0: coat with uh going too far. Um but you know, I think again I'm just sort of like thinking like one of the appeals of doing the bumper job was trying to see if I could uh you know, do it for a lot less than than you know yeah. sort of um label prices. Um when you're looking at, at taking your car into like your local Porsche dealership or or anywhere else, you're looking at at least $1500 or more to get your car Pain corrected and get it ceramic coated and it lasts for you two know or what three
1: a guy, years. A guy near me spent close to four grand.
0: There you on, go. It can it can be as and, much as that, yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, don't get me wrong, his car looks absolutely astonishing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, four grand is still four grand, right? That yeah. A
0: lot so can you do it by japan. yourself for a couple of days for a $100? That's fascinating. How good yeah, would that be? be? Yeah.
1: That'd be epic. I'd love to watch that actually. That's one of those videos you watch from start to finish. Right. Because there's a process, right? And, and,
0: <laughs> yeah, and you want to uh, see if he fucks it up or not.
1: <laughs> that's mainly why I'm watching it. No, I'm not. No, no, no. Uh, just so I can have a good laugh afterwards in the comments with everybody else you know? so, No, no, no. No, genuinely, I've always thought about that. My, my paint, I mean, I've only done 33,000 miles on my car. That's all it's got. Uh, so the paint's still in fairly good nick, but there are some swirls on it. And I'm thinking, which don't come out with, you know, hand polishing. I think yeah. you're going to need a, you know... Uh, one of, those, one of those swirly things. What do they call that? A dual... Uh, I don't even know what they call it. I, I don't either. Like, you know, Some swirly thing. Swirly you know, thing. It goes left and right. You know, it goes <laughs> round and you have a thing on the end, a bit of paste, and it sort of sorts it all out.
0: That's right. A buffer. Uh,
1: a buffer. That's I don't know. But do the know. The, but the, know. what's, the, what's, the, what's the, the actual machinery? It's a dual something or other. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, often wonder what that would be like. So that would be great. Mm-hmm. That would be really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, and then, of course, the the, the subsequent re, full repaint afterwards. Uh, <laughs> that series will be fascinating as well. Yeah,
0: as I, uh, as I get the spray paint out and just touch it up here and there. Yeah, the
1: rattle cans. And, exactly,
0: yeah. exactly. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, uh, I don't think I'm going to be doing too many more jobs than 991, at least in the short term. Um, what I am going to try and do is uh, get out and do a lot of driving. There's uh, a couple of great um, car events in the Twin Cities. I'm going to capture and, and make videos about. There's a track day up in uh, Brainerd at the Ooh. International Raceway, which I'm going to go That'd and.
1: That'd be great.
0: I'm not sure if I can participate in it yet because uh, I haven't had my car tested and I haven't taken the the driver's test that you got to do before you do the track yeah. day, um, the driver education day. But I'm certainly going to be there filming all my other friends buzzing around the track. Both and... of them. All two of them, yeah. Um, it's gonna be uh, so. That's that's gonna be fun. But I want to do more driving videos. I've done a lot in the garage in the past couple of months. It's uh, it's time to get out and do. They've a
1: done well, though, those videos, and they're good to watch because people are curious what I discover about how I'm not, as you know, I don't do how to videos because I'm a complete idiot. Uh, but but uh, <laughs> a but demon driver, but a
0: complete muppet.
1: Yeah, I'm happy with that description actually. <laughs> uh, that's brilliant a demon driver but a complete muppet i might have some stickers made uh, (laughs) people can buy but no i think uh, people like those things because they are curious porsches are expensive cars even when you buy them second hand yeah if things go wrong or if you want to modify them uh they can be super expensive and i think you know people are interested in that Mm. uh so those videos that you've done are, quite well, are done quite well, but, I, but I'm looking forward particularly to the paint correction one, not for any <laughs> nasty reasons, just because I've always wondered. <laughs> I wonder if somebody who's never done this before can actually do it. I mean, I watch those um, Ammo NYC videos. Yeah. Oh, God. He's man's so Man's a good. genius. Yeah. He's so good. Larry. Um, you sort of think, yeah, he, Larry cosella he's, he's actually about 15 miles away from where I live, but... Um, but he's so good. And you yeah. think, could I do that? I don't know. Because I... once you sort of try it on your own car, and if you mess it up, mm-hmm. that's your own car in trouble, right? So yep. it actually, it would be quite nice to buy an old Boxster or something and just buy it with the intention of, can I do this? And, oh, yeah. no, it turns out I can't. <laughs> Never mind. It was only an old Boxster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I like I
0: liked doing things that scare me, and this job scares me a little bit. But Does it? It yeah. does, it does a little bit, because you are potentially, you know, you're touching every visual aspect of the car, and if you make any mistakes, people are going to see it, probably. Um, but at the same yeah. time, it's one of those high-risk, high-reward kind of jobs, because, yeah, like, if, if I can save myself 3500 bucks and get myself a, a pretty good ceramic coat that's going to last two or three years, hell yeah,
1: awesome. Yeah, Totally. Totally, your paintwork's in pretty good shape anyway, though, isn't it? It apart is. Apart from I've got, the adhesion bits.
0: Uh yeah. Apart from the little bits of blue wrap here and there. No, it, it's in really good condition. I've got a couple of, um, I've got a couple of rock chips on the hood, but who hasn't? No, that's normal. Um, yeah, that's I it. have. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, it's rock. You'll yeah, need
1: roll. to get your Larry Kozula, uh hypodermic uh, needle that he <laughs> fills in rock chips with.
0: I know, know, right? That. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I don't it's think my hands bit. steady enough for that. It'll look like a. I don't All know. the
1: drinking you do that you referenced earlier <laughs> on. You know, I would imagine you're going to have to be very careful with the hypodermic needle. In fact, that's a, that's a risk. Exactly.
0: A yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you yeah. go. Well, Jay, yeah. as ever, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you.
1: Thank you, mate, for having me on. I really appreciate it. I've really enjoyed, always talk, enjoyed chatting with you. You know that. Uh, yeah. Totally. I'm really looking forward to seeing you again in 10 weeks' time.
0: I know. Pressure's on. A question for you is 10 weeks enough to get your. Uh, exhaust testing and selection done?
1: I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it should be. It should be. Uh, just. Uh, there is a chance I may have to drive up uh, from where I'm getting that done. Yeah. Uh, to, to directly from there. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm aiming to try and make that happen before. And we, we've got various exhausts on order. Uh-huh. That's the that's the issue, and these exhausts can take six to eight weeks to yeah. actually build.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh,
1: and one of them is coming from Germany, and we've got to pay import tariffs and that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. and uh, so it'll be when it'll be. I, I'm hoping that it'll be before then, so we can, you know, this time it won't just be us, all of us listening to your sole performance <laughs> uh, symphony. It'll be uh, me joining in with the noise a little bit. Um, Very good. In my in my nine nine six, but we'll see.
0: Good, good. All right, Jay. Take care, mate.
1: All right. Take care, mate. Bye.
0: Well, you guys, that was the one and only Mr. Jay Reed in Connecticut, USA. Awesome, awesome guy. Well, like Jay said, we're going to have this uh, this meetup, at uh, the Tale of the Dragon and in the Smoky Mountains region. Uh, again, it's at the end of September. Uh, we're going to be arriving in on the Thursday, uh, which I think is the 30th, and we're staying until the Monday morning. So, we're there for Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night, four nights in the mountains. Um, go to autoamateur.com and check out our fall tour schedule, or our autumn schedule, Um You'll find all of the details of meetups and so on there. Um, we're going to be keeping that updated. Yeah, we're like eight or nine weeks away now. It's getting, it's getting really exciting. So hopefully you can come and join us. Uh, keep an eye out on YouTube. More videos coming soon. I hope you're all well, staying safe, getting out in this glorious summer. Get out and drive, and I'll see you soon. Bye.